listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. I greet you with the greeting of St. Francis. May the Lord give you peace. Amen. The Lord has blessed us with such a beautiful day, huh? It's so beautiful. Praise God. The beauty of nature reflects the beauty in the liturgy, the prayers, the the readings, the the hymns. Uh, Thank you. So beautiful. I hear a violin now. So it's an addition. Thank you. So beautiful. Um, The beauty that reflects God, who is the author of all beauty, God who is beautiful. And so today, my friends, Corpus Christi, today in the church, there's a complementarity to Holy Thursday, the sacred triduum. Holy Thursday, when we remember the Last Supper, we remember Jesus instituting the Holy Eucharist. Today is an echo, a reflection of that day, Corpus Christi, the body of Christ. Um, And we're just here uh, a few weeks after the beautiful day of Pentecost. And I, I want to blend Pentecost with today, Corpus Christi. So interesting, my friends, the upper room where Jesus instituted the Eucharist at the Last Supper, that same location, that same upper room, is the place where Pentecost happened. That's not a mistake. There is a deep and intimate connection between the Eucharist and Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit. So we know that the, uh, the upper room on the Last Supper, there was a fire. It was the fire used to bake the bread that was taken by our Lord to become his body. And so in this same place now, the church is gathered around Mother Mary and they're praying and the Holy Spirit comes upon them. In the image of the Holy Spirit, he came in the image of fire, tongues of fire resting upon each one of them. And for those who were Jewish, those who were immersed in the story of the Bible, it became clear the church is now the new burning bush, the presence of God, the fire, a supernatural fire, which does not consume, rather it enkindles with grace, with love, with mercy, the fire of the Holy Spirit. And the church has always... Uh, called the Holy Spirit down upon the bread and the wine at every Mass. And so uh, at a special moment, the priest makes a gesture with his hands. And you don't see it, but if you were up here, you would see my hands, which almost take the appearance of a dove, calling on the Holy Spirit to come upon the bread and the wine. There's a shadow on the altar over the bread and the wine. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit overshadows So the Spirit overshadows the bread and the wine, and through the words, this is my body, this is my blood, the bread and the wine are changed. They're transubstantiated into the real presence of Jesus, truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Now here's where it gets interesting. Just as at Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came upon the church, they were filled with grace. There was a supernatural flame of fire The Holy Spirit drove them to go out to the world, to proclaim Jesus, to bring the presence of God to the world. 
And the same thing is happening at every Holy Mass. You come forward with great reverence and devotion to receive our Lord Jesus in Holy Communion. He doesn't want to just stay in the hands of the priest. He doesn't want to just stay locked up in the tabernacle. He comes into each one of us. That we receive him. And then we take him to the world. Just like at Pentecost, there is a movement out to the world, bringing the presence of Jesus. This is so beautiful and profound. And today of all days, the devotion of the church holds this reality before us. For the ma at the ending of Mass, the host consecrated at Mass will be put on display for us to see in a golden image. The church has this golden vessel known as a monstrance, and in the middle of that is where the host is placed. But if you've seen almost all the monstrances, it looks like a sun, right? And there are flames coming off of the host. That's no mistake. There's deep meaning to what we see, what we do, what we hear in the prayer of the church. So as the priest holds Jesus in the monstrance, in the Eucharist, this supernatural son, it is definitely a pun in the English language. Okay, The son of God, son of the father, S-O-N, the son, S-U-N, around which our galaxy rotates. It is Jesus truly present. And it's no mistake in the early church where all of the pagans had seen the sun as an image of deity and some of them even worshiped the sun. We can't judge them for that because the sun is so amazing. But in the early church, they immediately saw this as a natural symbol of Jesus rising from the dead. So at mass, when the, the, the priest consecrates the host, we're told to raise the host, to show the host to the people. It looks like a sunrise. This is beautiful. And in the early church, when they would have mass, they would always build the church in such a way that they were facing east during the liturgy. They were facing the direction of the rising sun. What did uh, uh, Zechariah say in his canticle? The dawn from on high shall break upon us. The sun, the rising of the sun, a symbol of Jesus in the Eucharist, Jesus who is with us. And today we have the really beautiful devotion of the Eucharistic procession. So Mass will not be ending. The very ending of Mass, we go right into this adoration, and we're going to process together in movement to these other altars. And it, we'll have a prayer that we're going to be praying as we move together. And then there'll be a benediction at each one of those altars until we come back here to the main altar for one last great, beautiful benediction. That's right, my friends. Today, the priest will not be the one giving the closing blessing. It will be Jesus himself. That's why you'll notice that I won't be touching the monstrance with my bare hands. I'll be uh, having a, a humeral veil, a liturgical cloth, so that it's very clear it's not me giving the blessing. It's Jesus himself truly present in the Holy Eucharist. So I'll conclude by sharing with you a little story of something that you might not have known. At the moment, we are in the midst of a beautiful, bishop-inspired Eucharistic revival. Have you heard talk of this in your parishes? Where the bishops had, had seen this, um, what do you call it when they take a poll? It was a pew poll that uh, a shocking number of people who identify as Catholic in the U.S., 
don't understand or don't believe that Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist, not a symbol, not a figure, not a metaphor, but truly present. And so the bishops led by the Holy Spirit are responding to this with what they're calling a national Eucharistic revival. And what's gonna happen this time next year, this is so exciting, there will be a massive Eucharistic procession. There'll be four routes. One will start in the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, where St. Junipero Serra had started. One will start in um, the tomb of Father McGivney in New Haven, Connecticut. One will start at the mouth of the Mississippi up in Wisconsin. And one will start in Corpus Christi, Texas. How appropriate is that? There'll be four routes where there will be priests from my community <laughs> and other young adults processing with the presence of Jesus through our whole country. And those four routes will converge on Indianapolis, Indiana, which is where I grew up. Okay, so now you know why I'm like super excited. It's not because I drank too much coffee, okay? <laughs> and there'll be a Eucharistic Congress. They're expecting somewhere around 100,000 Catholics to be there. And there'll be, so during this whole year, there's going to be devotions and catechesis and teachings and the, um, the moment to refocus on the source and summit, the sacred center of what it means to be Catholic, and that is the presence of Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. Jesus, this, the, the center of it all. How beautiful and amazing. And so throughout the church today, and in many places for the first time in decades, they have this special devotion, the procession with Jesus in the Eucharist. So my friends, you picked a very special day to visit Our Lady Shrine today. Welcome, welcome. As we uh, walk with our Lord who walks with us, the procession becomes a metaphor for our life as Jesus is now with us in his church, processing with us as we move through our life. And for that, we give thanks this day. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, The Renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.